The e-resource of this episode is Job and Career Accelerator. Job and Career Accelerator gives you search tools, including resume and cover letter builder, details about thousands of occupations, and guidance in your job search. You'll find Job and Career Accelerator in the e-learning section of our e-library, jocolibrary.org slash e-library. The main character is a bookstore owner. So again, uh, delving into that books about books, books about book lovers uh-huh. theme that we've got going on. And he gets entangled in a series of unsolved murders that the FBI is trying to solve. Joko Library Uncovered. Hey, Dave. Hey, Charles. How's it going? It's going all right. How are you? Pretty good. Good. Well, I don't know. I'm sure our listeners have noticed, but it hasn't even been a month since our last episode. That's crazy. We're already back in their feeds. Too much of us is a (laughs) good thing. Too much. And actually, this episode is going to be our first collection deep dive. As requested by the people. As requested, yeah. Yeah. So you may be out there asking yourself, what is a collection deep dive? Yeah. And On these episodes, we're going to hear from library staff talking about their favorite parts of the collection. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah. So we're going to plan to release one of these each month, which will double the number of episodes that you all get to enjoy this season. That's great. So for the first episode, we are starting with a genre selected by our Reader's Advisory Librarian, Greg Windsor. And that genre is going to be books about book lovers. All right. Yeah. Um, Greg will be back throughout the season, serving more in like a moderator role on our future deep dives. But today we just thought we'd let him hang out with a couple of his friends and colleagues and chat about their favorite books in that genre. That sounds great. So let me make sure I understand that. So I won't be leading the collection deep dives. Greg will. Greg will be leading. And he will be hosting other librarians. Today, um, I'm going to play the producer role and that's right and watch the wavy lines on the on the monitor yep uh, i get to sit in and chat with all of them about the genre so i can't wait to learn more but first here's some news library news so welcome into our first collection deep dive and joining me today i have our readers advisory librarian greg windsor hey charles how's it going Good. How are you doing today, Greg? I'm doing well, and I am super excited to talk about uh, the topic that we're going to be talking about today, which is books about book lovers. And joining me today are going to be two Johnson County Library employees, and we are going to talk about some of the titles here today. Uh, once you go around the table and introduce each other, Pai Pai, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like Greg said, my name is Pai Pai Baltz, and I work at the Monticello branch, and I'm very excited to be here talking with Greg and Kelly. Hi, I'm Kelly Downs, and I'm at the Cedar Row and Shawnee branches. The things that I love to do are talk about books, so this is a perfect place for us to share some of the books that we recommend for book lovers. Absolutely, and while we go through through this list, uh, just know that we are going to post a list of the books that we talk about in the show notes, and of course, they'll be available through our website at jocolibrary.org slash uncovered. But Kelly, let's go ahead and get things started by telling us the first book that you're excited to share with us today. Well, the title couldn't be any more perfect. The title of the book is Book Lovers by Emily Henry. It came out in 2022, and it actually won the romance genre in the Goodreads 
um, awards. And oh, good, yeah, they're, they're best of year yes. awards for that. Yeah. And I think it's one of the only awards that is voted on by readers. So yes. it really gets to the you know, depth of what people are interested in. So it is a romance, but it's not super heavy on romance. Um, it's kind of talks about it's a big city girl in a small town, and she falls for a big city boy who's also stuck in this small town, and they both work in publishing, and they're kind of adversaries, sure. and throughout the book, they kind of become involved in a relationship. But it has lots of book references, and it kind of dives deep into that publishing world. It does. It seems like it inverts that trope where the woman, you know, she goes down back to the small town, and she mm-hmm. falls in love with the small town guy. But instead, she falls for the big city guy, right? Mm-hmm. Who had rejected one of her books earlier in her career. So, so she doesn't have fond feelings for, for him mm-hmm. um, until they have to kind of see each other around town more and, often than and, they expected. And Emily Henry is a very kind of witty, engaging kind of a writer that's really just a pleasure to read. And right? very popular right now. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Yes, I cannot... I, I don't think that you could find her books on the shelves. You need to Not put often. it on hold. Yes, mm-hmm. she is extremely popular. Mm-hmm. Well, Pai Pai, why don't you uh, give us a give us a, a title that's maybe something along those same lines? Um, the first title I'd like to mention is "By the Book" by Jasmine Guillory. It's the second in a series called Meant to Be. Now, do you have to have read the first one to get to these, this one, or is this uh, kind of a standalone? No, absolutely not. Um, they're all standalones, all different authors. I believe just two books are out, and the third book should be out later this year. Um, they're fictional retellings for teens and adults of fairy tales. Really? So, so. What, what fairy tales does this one riff off of? Uh, by the Book is a retelling of Beauty and the Beast. Really? And you'll, you'll definitely see that. It's super cute. And the two main characters, they'll just steal your heart just like Belle and the Beast that we know so well. So this is a book about book lovers. So is this, mm-hmm. what is the, the conceit of this book? Um, it's present day and, um, you know, Beauty and the Beast is a sort of a historical story. Mm-hmm. So it's it was fun to read that in a very present modern day setting. Excellent. And again, the, the, the tone of this is going to be kind of an enemies to lovers. And the main character is not like a, uh, a wallflower. She's very much has her own. Uh, Absolutely. She's driving the story. Very independent. independent. It's a very character driven story. Um, they're just fun, refreshing, cute, if you're in the mindset for that. Excellent. So. Now, Kelly, back to you. Riffing, kind of going off of that topic of, uh, again, books about book lovers, what's the next one that you would like to talk about today? So I read a book. It's called The Last Chance Library, and I don't think it got enough attention. I absolutely loved this book. It is about a lonely librarian. Her name is June. And she um, never leaves her small, sleepy English village where she grew up. She's very shy and reclusive. And the budget for their library is being cut. And she has to come out of her shell and she has to fight to keep her library open in her community. It was heartwarming. It was wonderful to see her come out of her shell and, you know, begin relationships with people in her village and with all through their love of books. So this is not a, a romance per se, but it's more of a kind of a relationship type book, maybe an uplet where one character kind of finds their voice and finds their passion and bringing people of the community, all of these kind of quirks and, and oddballs and kind of interesting people who populate the library system coming together to help save it. Exactly. 
Light of Sound is like a wonderful, heartwarming. Is that would that be a book club type of recommendation? I think it'd be great. And I failed to mention the author. It's by Freya Sampson. Mm-hmm. Um, it came out in August of 2021, and I think it'd be a great book club book to uh-huh. discuss. Okay, great. So, Pi let's shift gears a little bit, kind of from the feel-good kind of romance to something maybe a little bit more, shall we say, thrilling. I'm down. I'm down for that. Uh, Peter Swanson is one of my favorite mystery thriller authors. I don't think he gets enough attention. So, I'm really excited to talk about Eight Perfect Murders by... Peter Swanson. Ah, so what's this one about? Um, the main character is a bookstore owner. So again, uh, delving into that books about books, books about book lovers uh-huh. theme that we've got going on. And he gets entangled in a series of unsolved murders that the FBI is trying to solve. And it looks like the serial killer has taken inspiration, if you will, from murders in deaths in fiction. So mm-hmm. you think Agatha Christie, you think Strangers on a Train, um, you're going to recognize a lot of literary references. Uh-huh. So it's I couldn't put it put this one down. It's intense. It's a great, great thriller. And this one's a little bit of an unreliable narrator as well. Yes, because very the, much so. The main character created this list of perfect murders in literature and then Mm -hmm. somebody else maybe is using that list to commit their own. I'm a list maker, but I can tell you I would not make this type of list. (laughs) (laughs) Well, great. Let's uh, let's go go ahead and go back to uh, to Kelly. Um, What's what is another book uh, in this genre that you would recommend? Not necessarily in the mystery genre, but uh, what would you what would you pick? So this is a historical fiction. The title is The Book Thief by Marcus Zusak. Ah, yes. It's an older book. It came out in uh, March of 2006. But I think it will be a book of our generation that will always be read in schools and be remembered. It is narrated by death, which I think is like just the most dramatic, very dramatic part of the story. Sure. As you begin reading it and you realize who's narrating the book, it's captivating and you can't walk away from it. It's Absolutely amazing. And it's set in World War II, or at least in that area, Yep, during Nazi Germany, World War II. um, And it's a young girl who her family is hiding um, a Jew in their house, and he helps her learn how to read. And she starts bringing him books, and they have a a beautiful relationship with mm-hmm. each other and it continues kind of throughout the war and I won't ruin it for anyone I want everyone to be able to read it themselves and find sure. out what happens but it is a beautiful book it's gorgeous and I think everybody should read this it's lyrically written and it is does have those universal themes mm-hmm. that kind of and also I believe it is a is listed in our teen section but it is a very popular book club yes. pick for adults as mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. and it talks about the true power of words and I think that is like what I take away from this book is mm-hmm. that the freedom that you get from reading and how important that is in, in lots of people's lives. We have some great recommendations here. Let's go ahead and keep them rolling. Um, Pai Pai, what was, what's the next book that you would like to talk about? The Midnight Library by Matt oh, Hayes. Yes. Ooh, it's yes. sort of a cross between sci-fi, magical realism. I really don't think it can be kept in one box, if you know what I mean, Greg. Sure, sure. Um, and it's one of those books that I enjoyed a lot more than I thought I would, and that's always a very nice, pleasant surprise when and this that's one, the outcome. And this one has kind of like a little kind of a fantasy, science fiction-y type of slant to it, right? Yes, and also um, sort of a mental health slant. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's full of second chances. We've got friendship. We have family. There's, there's really a whole range of topics in this little novel. So what exactly is The Midnight Library? 
the the main character Nora is one that you're going to be thinking about for a long while, and it sort of um, brings together this library of second chances. There's books, and it's just sort of thinking about what what would your life be like because there's this if you went in a different direction. Yeah, it's kind of the second chance where you can kind of open a book and then see what happens if you made different or different choices in your life. So exactly. This, so the main character could be a rock star, you could be a geologist, you could be an owner of a bar in a small town. You know, right, you can, right. Different lives. And I mean, I think we've all wondered that at oh, one point or another. Go yeah, back and wonder, like, if I what if have made that different choice, how right. would my life what if I was now. famous? What if I was living somewhere else? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's a great book club. Reading. Oh, and that yeah, I was going to mention that yeah. our the Johnson County Library has that as part of one of our book group mm-hmm. selections. Mm-hmm. Is a great uh, book uh, to kind of uh, as appropriate for all uh, for all uh, kind of age ranges. Mm-hmm. Kelly, let's go back to you. Um, what is the next book on your list? So this is a nonfiction book. It's called Bibliophile. It is written and illustrated by Jane Mount. Okay. It is hard to classify. Okay. It is a picture book. It is a reference book. It is a coffee table book. It is a book you should give to all of your friends that love books. <laughs> and it talks um, about different categories, some of our, you know, the classics, some of their newer books. It features bookstores mm-hmm. throughout the world, libraries throughout the world, cats that live in bookstores of course who, who doesn't like those right? right yeah and then it also features like writing rooms of famous um, authors and it's all illustrated so it's just an absolutely beautiful very thick pages mm-hmm. has a red ribbon so you can kind of keep track but mm-hmm. it's not a book that you would probably pick up and read front to back it's a book that you could pick up numerous times and find something different every time you read it absolutely so not everyone is just kind of a uh, text heavy read it all the way through you pick it up you browse mm-hmm. you can kind of uh, get lost in little kind of avenues and corners sure. of, of find some inspiration mm-hmm. um, find a new title that you weren't aware of that you have to add to your to be read list yeah, I we- skimmed through it yesterday and it's just fun mm-hmm. and then right after that book came out um, they came out with Bibliophile Diverse Spines mm-hmm. and it's a little bit smaller of a version it's by Jasmine Harper and she talks about Books that are by authors of color mm-hmm. and books that I think are important for our society to be exposed to and Absolutely. to read. And they talk about the lens of books and how you can put yourself in other people's shoes, but also being able to see yourself in stories as well sure. and how That's important great, that yeah. is. And that's what what the library is all about is kind of expanding our horizons mm-hmm. and kind of giving us opportunities to read things outside our comfort zone mm-hmm. and getting getting exposed to new titles and mm-hmm. new authors. And speaking of new books, Pi Pi, what do you have for us? My final book on my list is I'd Rather Be Reading by Anne Bogle. This is, of course, uh, something in our collection, but this is definitely a book I want to buy for my personal library. And you will, too. You'll just want to mark it up and highlight everything. The last chapter is my favorite, but the entirety of this book is just a love letter to readers and books. You'll recognize classic titles, you'll recognize your favorite well-known books, and you'll just love that. I loved thinking, oh, I loved that one too, or this book sounds interesting. She also talks about how we read and where we read and when. And it's just really cool when you can look back and remember where you were when you read a certain book. And that's what Anne brings to the table. She ties together memories of her own life, 
to the present day. She talks about keeping a reading log. It's just a little revelation. So kind of a, a, a kind of a memoir, non nonfiction essay where she, yeah, it's almost like yeah. she's talking to the reader about her passion for reading, and right? What she what she loves from books. Exactly. She talks about her family. She brings that in. She talks about books they enjoy together, trips to the library as a family. There's there's really something here for everyone. Well, that's great. I, w- yeah. I really want to thank you all for uh, coming and sharing your your titles. I have something of my own that I can't wait to uh, to share with you all uh, that goes along with this theme. Um, the book is going to be called um, the The Wishing Game by Meg Schaefer. This comes out late uh, late uh, May May thirtieth. And if you like books like uh, The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue or uh, the, the House on the Cerulean Sea by T.J. Klune, mm-hmm. it kind of has that slightly magical but book lovery type vibe. I love those vibe. books, yeah. The it's on char- my holds list. Yeah, oh, mine see, too. there you go. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the main character here is kind of a, uh, she is a, a fan of a very reclusive author who's kind of a worldwide sensation, but is kind of uh, kind of retreated from the, the spotlight. And a new book by this author is coming out. And so everybody in the world wants to read it. Mm-hmm. And This sounds really cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they have in, engaged in almost like a Willy Wonka-style golden ticket-type competition uh-huh. So one lucky person gets access to this book before everybody else is, and the chase is on, and there's plenty of kind of rivals and other people that uh, really want to get this book, but it's a great, feel-good, slightly magical um, book about the love for books and um, libraries. Is this a debut really novel? Yes, this is a debut novel. Wow. Comes Always out my late, favorite. comes out late May, so, and again, if you want to place a hold on it, go to our website, jocolibrary.org slash uncovered get the list of that and all of the other books that we talked about today to put those on your hold list and um, I think that's going to be it for us Charles I really want to thank you for inviting us here today thank you so much and sharing about all these books that we love thank you all for joining I I thought I would have to jump in more but you guys took it away so I'm looking forward to this the rest of here and the rest of these Yeah, and we'll have some more um, deep collection, deep dive episodes on different topics coming to your podcast feed. I'm super excited. Yeah. Can't wait. Don't go anywhere. There's more Joko Library Uncovered to come. A library is a good place to go when you feel unhappy. For there, in a book, you may find encouragement and comfort. A library is a good place to go when you feel bewildered or undecided. For there in a book, you may have your question answered. Books are good company in sad times and happy times for books or people. People who have managed to stay alive by hiding between the covers of a book. That's a quote by E.B. White. So we hope you've enjoyed your first collection deep dive here today with us and that you feel inspired to go check out a book from that list that everyone shared uh, for a full list of titles today. Check out the link in the show description or visit us at jocolibrary.org slash uncovered. And feel free to let us know your top picks for books about book lovers on our social media. Yeah. Wow. Books about book lovers. Books what, about what, book lovers. What a great collection deep dive for our very first one. Just to remind you, we're alternating between subject deep dives and collection deep dives. And so I'm going to preview the upcoming month. So next month, the month of May, coincides with summer reading. So we're going to do some stuff for kids. Well, maybe it's more for adults, but it features kids. 
Our subject deep dive is Library Kids on Library Books. And then for our collection deep dive, it's Fun, Weird, Wild, and Wonderful Science. So we look forward to both that subject deep dive and that collection deep dive in the month of May. And now it's time for a short segment we call Whatcha Thinkin'? So here are some of the five-star reviews that you have shared online. Jamie M. says the Central Resource Library is clean, resourceful, helpful. Rachel P. says this about Antioch. They have a lovely space for community meetings. Large outdoor balcony in the second floor with plenty of seats and tables. Every desk has electrical outlets to charge your electronics. There's so many varieties of seating options that you're guaranteed to be comfortable. Location is nice, near some shops and eateries. A little out of the way if you're coming from Overland Park. Pick M says this of Monticello, extremely modern and clean, vibrant library. Tons of study rooms, conference rooms, lots of up-to-date tech here. Extremely responsive touchscreen monitors for book search checkouts. Joko Library Uncovered is a production of Johnson County Library and is recorded at the Central Resource Library in Overland Park, Kansas. We would love to read your thoughtful emails at uncovered at jocolibrary.org. Join our online conversation at facebook.com slash jocolibrary. Look for us on Twitter at jocolibrary. Our website is jocolibrary.org. Subscribe to Joko Library Uncovered through your favorite podcatcher or go to jocolibrary.podbean.com. Thanks for listening and come back in two weeks for more Joko Library Uncovered. <laughs>